0: Hi, and welcome to a special episode of Cocoa Disaster. I'm Chorpsoy. And I'm Jordan. And like I said last time, we ran out of time... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, to talk about all of your guys's uh, anime opinions and other general anime opinions, we wanted to talk about. So we're getting to those now in this bonus Anime of the Year Awards show. Show. Yeah. Uh, we have other things planned, but let's start out. Let's let's do something for you guys, the fans. We have four emails wow. from various people.
1: That's a record amount.
0: Yeah. We don't usually get that many. And they're not all from QB, so it's <laughs> even better. This first one comes in from Fractal Sandwich. Dear Coco Disaster, Summer is in full swing here in Australia, and here a scorching hot take to match. <laughs> Haruchika is my favorite anime of 2016. I have my reasons why, but you'll have to figure it out on your own. And if you can, I'll pick up the instrument I used to play and join your brass band. Yours, Fractal S. Sandwich. I don't play a brass
1: instrument, I'm sorry. No, he's going to pick
0: it up if we can figure it out.
1: Right, but he's going to join our brass band.
0: Oh, well, I'll start a brass band.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that'll have to do, it, I guess.
0: You can play drums. Yeah. Oh, I guess. I mean, gotta have something. But, um, uh, yeah, I, you know, we we don't get to talk about every show we liked um, during the Anime of the Year stuff, but I do think Haruchiko was a good show. Yeah, me too. I like its atmosphere a lot. I think its character dynamics are very good. And, like, even though the the puzzles are in a lot of ways very hokey, it, it comes down to this very good, like, human element um, emotionally. Yeah. About different characters and sort of regret that comes up within it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was really cute. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cute. Yeah, and I, I like the character designs.
2: Mm-hmm. The
0: eyes are still a little, like... Iffy. I still can't quite figure that one out. Like, I like that they're colorful, but something about them makes them really stand out in a weird way.
1: They look like the Kingdom Hearts logo. They all have, like, weird edges everywhere.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very distinct, like, kind of like in the way that, like, two-tone shading will do that.
2: Yeah. Oh, I was talking about the eyelashes.
0: Oh, the eyelashes. Yeah. Yeah, the eyelashes are nuts. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I, I did like that show. I wish that I liked it enough to put it higher up on a list. But, you know, uh, not every show can be the best show of 2016.
1: Nope. I still haven't finished it, actually.
0: Oh, you should. I think it, it definitely gets better by the end.
1: Yeah, I try, I tried picking it up again, but the last episode I watched, I don't know, I wasn't, like, feeling it. It was the um the, the first date minister episode. Okay. Yeah. I don't right. know about that one. I like The payoff, I think, was cute, but I don't know. I was a little bored with that
0: one. Yeah, I think the payoff is usually the most important part of those episodes because it's always like, or most of the time, it's very contrived. Yeah. Um, What they go through, but I think they have good payoff for it. Mm-hmm. And by the end, they actually play a concert and you get to hear some of it. It's a, it's amazing. Oh, great. It's not just like a a really weird way to put a bunch of kids together <laughs> in a single group.
1: Is it a good concert? Does Chico finally learn to play the flute good?
0: Yeah, Chico plays the flute good enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. As far as guessing why, I, I believe I- Fractal Sandwich previously has talked about, because uh, I've seen some of the stuff he talks about, is that he hasn't had time to watch anime, so I assume that's why it's his favorite. <laughs> it's because there hasn't been more to watch. It's the
1: one anime he watched.
0: Hey, you know? At least it was, at least it was not-, not a bad one.
1: Yeah, you could do a lot worse.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, then we have another list from uh, Onlarin. All right. Friend of the show, who, in no particular order, gives their top five of www.working. Okay. Which I know you tried to watch at some point. Yes. You you fell off it, right?
1: Uh, yeah, pretty early on. The humor just wasn't as immediately catchy this time around as it was with the show's other, or with the cast of the previous shows. Like, I don't know, it just didn't do it for me this time around. The The characters didn't lend themselves to consistently good humor the way they used to.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe it, maybe it's a slow burn sort of thing, if it got better later. It could be. Know.
1: There were still some good jokes here and there, I think, but it, it wasn't as consistent as the old shows, I think. But I can still see other people enjoying it plenty.
0: Yeah, plus, you never know what kind of shows a slow burn, because we can't go back to all the ones we drop either, just no. on hearsay. That's true. You know, here's here's hoping it got better, because, uh, you know, this year needs more comedy. Yeah. Uh, then we have on this list, tsunaka is always listless, which mm-hmm. y- you went, yeah, you went whole hog on. That was, that was your favorite uh, light anime. Yes. So another comedy on there. Uh, also, um, following in a lot of your preferences, we have 91 Days on here.
2: All right.
0: Which, uh, we didn't put it in the standings, but yeah, we really liked 91 Days for doing something in a genre that... Uh, anime doesn't touch on a lot
1: yeah it was uh on my best prestige anime shortlist for a while but eventually it got kicked out by something else
0: yeah so you know we definitely high regards i think it it achieves what it wanted to do very well yeah um even if not all the individual beats hit Mm -hmm. it's got a good structure to it
1: absolutely uh
0: then we have erased also showed up on our lists yes so it's nice that not everyone has turned on Erased at the end of the year. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, e- even uh, now I'm seeing opinions that are like, I can't believe people still pretend like Erased was really good when no one talked about it oh, after man. it ended. And I think that's just one of those things where, like, the end people really put a lot of emphasis on endings and get soured a lot easier based on a bad one.
2: Yeah, maybe. Because
0: I... Cause it's weird because everyone was talking about it for like, you know, 10 episodes or whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's weird seeing people turn on it so hard, especially at the end of the year to be like, uh, it's, you know, no one, I think said it was the most disappointing thing, but it was definitely like people are talking about it as if it were a a lesser show than everyone uh, gave it credit for when it was airing.
1: Yeah. I can't agree with that. Yeah. Can't. Sorry, I enunciate bad.
0: It's okay. And then the last one is Yuri on Ice, which is, that was a big crowd pleaser. Um, yeah. Lots of other people really loved it. It it kind of took uh, a- anime community by storm.
1: Even, even just, like, the areas outside of the anime community. Like, it, it was definitely one of the... Just a big general audience hit of 2016, like either that or Re Zero, or maybe maybe Mob Psycho, but like those three.
0: But it got like ice skaters into it, like yeah, uh, you saw tons of ice skaters tweeting about people that looked like them, or you know things that were nods to people in the ice skating community, mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff, and it just it was everywhere. You could not look, um, especially at like an anime community, without seeing some huge talk about Yuri on Ice. It was. It was massive, and uh, it, that in itself is commendable in just how much it, like, opened these, uh, you know, barriers, I say. Not, like, this really there, but, like, so many people, even outside of anime, were watching it and, un- you know, paying attention to it. That there's there's something to say about some, uh, such a uh, universal uh, appeal
1: yeah. to something like that. that's gotta mean something, right? Yeah. It won Crunchyroll's Best Anime Award, didn't it?
0: It won a lot of Crunchyroll's Best Anime Awards.
1: Right. I know it won Best Animation, which I think is unjust. Uh, like, that's the only one I know for sure. But I think it also won just Best Anime? I'm not sure.
0: Uh, Yuri Ice ended up winning Best Boy, um, Best Animation, Most Heartwarming Scene, Best Couple, uh, Best Opening, and Best Ending. And I believe also Best Anime. Jeez. It, it swept it. And I think that's just a... That's just the nature of doing something where it's a it's a ballot. Right. Where you only have so many choices that can, you know, reasonably be made. And also for being one of the more recent shows on there, definitely it like stuck in a lot of people's minds more so than if they have to go back and think about the other shows that they've seen, you know? Right. Especially on uh, sites that aren't this. Like, I'm surprised My Hero Academia ended up taking it uh, for Hero of the Year. Yeah, in a lot of ways, because that's not a Crunchyroll thing. But I'm I'm assuming people just were able to pick that up because that's the big shonen thing of this year.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Then we have uh we do have QB on here. QB did send in a list. Okay. Uh, both of best and worst, and some uh extra metrics for us, so we can talk about those. So for him, the best anime we have uh, Tonkatsu DJ Agitaro. OK, which is a, a short series. We don't we don't give a lot of props to short series, but that was a really good one this year. Yeah. um, For taking a really dumb premise and like really like owning it and kind of making it work that way. And also for being like super funky, <laughs> like the like the music is really like good because it's all these different types of like kind of club bangers. Like they do different styles and stuff to make it work out. And then it's like, oh, I'm gonna make this, I'm gonna make this song even better by putting the sound of sizzling tonkatsu over it. <laughs> and it'll like give this real, it'll give this, this real nice flavor to it. This That'll be the texture. next air horn. <laughs> it's just like the ding of a, the ding of an <laughs> oven going off. Then we have uh, JoJo's part four, Diamond is Unbreakable, which I- I'm surprised I didn't hear more about in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, I feel like in previous years, JoJo's was just, like, always um, kind of making it to top spaces and being really talked about. I don't know why Diamond and Breakwell isn't, because I feel like it's also one of those parts that uh, people love a lot more than the others.
1: Yeah, and I didn't feel like enthusiasm really died down after Part 3, which is obviously the most popular part of Jojo's. Yeah. Like, I didn't really feel like that affected how much Jojo's part four was being talked about. So it is a little weird that it ended up being snubbed, if you will, for an anime award season.
0: Yeah, I, I, and I don't think it was bad. I, I do like a lot of parts of it. I was just surprised at how little I ended up hearing about it at that point. And I don't know why that is.
1: Me neither. Maybe because it's been too long.
0: Maybe. Um, it would only have been like a year.
1: I mean, it, that it's like been so long since it started, you know?
0: Oh, maybe, maybe like the luster of it has died off. Yeah. I don't know. Then we have Space Patrol Luluko,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: we talked about a little bit. It's 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 a surprisingly good trigger thing that is also like a a tribute yeah. to everything that uh, that director has done. And it, and it does it in a really nice way.
1: For everything the studio has done because Space Patrol, um, sorry, uh, Little Witch Academia was on there too.
0: Oh, you're right. Um, most of the other stuff was him, though. Like, um, what was it? Mock the the mock speed one. I think is him. Yes. Uh, kill a kill was.
1: Yeah, I don't know about Inferno Cop.
0: That seems very him. Yeah, I suppose uh, so. <laughs> so I'd be willing to believe it, but yeah, okay. Uh, then we have Flip Flappers, which we talked about. Um, yes. QB is our is our magical girl um, expert consultant on, the, on our uh, unofficial st- yeah consultant on our staff. <laughs> Um, our fake staff list.
1: QB is on location at Magical Girls <laughs> HQ.
0: <laughs> right. Telling us that Flip Floppers is good. Um, yeah, I, I, and I do agree. I think at some point he had Flip Floppers lower before the finale. And the finale just hit in a way that popped it up to number two. But I do think Flip Floppers like ends well despite sort of a shaky second half. Okay. So yeah, I can agree with that. Cool. And then number one is uh, was... Um, technically last year but the way that Precure does it, it's like it goes from spring to spring so since it ended in 2016, we're counting it it's Go Princess Precure Okay. and has a small write-up that just says Go Princess Precure is an outstanding season that stands above a year of innovative anime by transcending convention and reinventing the concept of princesses to bring out the best in the magical girl genre while improving on it at the same time um, and I, that's I hear from people who watch Precure, which I I have a number of friends who do. That uh, the Princess Precure was one of the best ones, certainly of like the the modern era where they got actually good. All right, from what I understand,
1: that is what I hear. Yeah,
0: and I've seen some good screenshots and stuff. Uh, the the three D is well done. And it's cool to see, like, uh, girls in big frilly dresses also just, like, punching the shit out of bad guys. Like, that's, it's charming that it's, like, their they're fighting is all fisticuffs and stuff instead of just, like, <laughs> wand-waving sort of magic. Uh-huh. And there's at least one section where they're all doing undercover work, and so uh, them and the, like, magical animals that hang out with them are all wearing shades, trying to act inconspicuous. <laughs> and I can appreciate uh, dumb espionage goofs like that. Cool. Then we have the worst anime of 2016 from All Alright. You got Big Order. Uh, No, what else to say about Big Order? It's bad. Yeah. It's bad and the anime is worse somehow. (laughs) Then we have PSO2, which again, we've talked about. PSO2 is like the worst sort of cash grab ever made. Yeah. Just no personality uh, to it at all. Then we have Magical Girl Raising Project, which won my awards because it's filth and garbage <laughs> <laughs> Next up is uh Maho Shojo Naria Girls which was Studio Bouncy's magical girl thing Oh right And not only did they pick some people who are really bad at um at improv which is like their big thing Yeah It also was like constantly breaking more so than usual like their their motion capture stuff Oh man And then halfway through it takes a really dark turn for this weird scripted narrative about how maybe Magical Girls are also bad, and then there's something about, like, a stillbirth, and then there's oh, a, no. a Madoka send-off, where oh, they God. just, like, stop the entire thing from existing. Like, it it, it breaks down <laughs> really fast in a, fa- in a fascinating but terrible way of just, like, what happened, whereas, you know, like, Studio Bouncy just does a whole bunch of, like, goofy comedy garbage that they suddenly made this weird nonsense dark plot thing. <laughs> it well, was just uh... Was it still improv? No, that part was scripted. Oh, okay. Some of it was it was like scripted just enough to be considered like a, a a story. Okay. And they've done that with some of the other ones too, but like in a better way. Like um what is it? It's called like Tesurake or something? I don't is know. Is one where it's like a it's like a slice of life thing where the entire first bit is scripted and then afterwards it's just the voice actors having voice actor conversations Ah, oh, jeez,
1: because i th- i think that would be i think that would be really funny if it was like everyone was just trying to do their silly improv thing but that was one person like trying to insert this really dark story into it
0: <laughs> oh that would have been really and good the rest they just like, has
1: to go along with
0: it <laughs> yeah it's like oh we got it it's yes and is the rule of improv <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> uh, uh. Then the last one on here is um, one of the one of the reboots of this year. Um, I believe it's Toei, which is Nurse Witch Kamugi-chan R. I don't know if that's Toei. Um, that's someone. It's definitely a reboot of like a, a parody series. I want to say that's Ilka? I-L-C-A? Who did um, Yotterman Because uh... it's those people. Tatsunoko. Oh, Okay. Oh, is this then? It's a Tatsunoko thing. That was a parody. Oh. Yeah. And the note here is, Kamugi did not need a reboot after over a decade, and it got total script rewrites at least twice to the point where none of the jokes are recognizable as humor, and also it's been uh, changed into an idle reboot uh, to cash in on that popularity. Oh, my God. Kamugi is a hot, soulless mess of a former passion project to contrast with Plenty of the shows this season, like Flip Flappers, JoJo's, Luluko, etc.
1: Man, maybe that Samurai Piece of Cats reboot that I've always been hoping for wouldn't be such a good thing after
0: all. Maybe. Especially since so much of that is just because they, like, just dubbed it, like, garbage. Right. So, you know, who knows if that would be any good anymore. Because I feel like those, like, joke dubs lose a lot of charm, especially as you get older. Like, in particular, I think... People always talk about, oh, ghost stories is so funny, but going back to it, it's also like really gross Mm. and like edgy. Um, It makes a lot of like really off color jokes. Jeez. In a a way that going back to it is like, oh, there are some funny gags, but also is like really uncomfortable in a lot of ways. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's better to let those sort of things lie. Who knows? Maybe. Then on here we have a cutest animal, which uh, he gives to Uexkeul from uh, Flip Flappers. Right. Who is both a pudding rabbit and a buff armed manly flubber bunny. Yes. Because you'll remember from episode 2 he yeah, became yeah. buff and cool. No, I remember that. Yeah. um, Yeah, that's a good animal. Oh, were there any other real, like, big animal mascots? Oh, uh, there was the one from
1: Amonchu. The awful Oh, you're right, cat. there was that butt cat. <laughs> yeah.
0: There was that butt cat.
1: Uh, I don't
0: know if That one I don't know if I can say is cutest animal. No,
1: I wouldn't call that cutest animal. Uh, There's the cat from She and Her Cat.
0: Oh, that's a good cat.
1: That's a really good one.
0: But that's basically just a real cat.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Which is okay, you know? A a cat's good.
1: Was there a season of Is the Order a Rabbit this year?
0: Um, was there a second season this year? No, I think that was last year. That may have been
1: last year. Uh, But that has the weird fluffy bunny thing as well. That's pretty cute.
0: Okay. I think those are all the main animal mascots. I certainly can't think of any others. Yeah, me neither. So we got two cats and a rabbit. And you know, that's that's good enough. That's pretty good. TQ doesn't have a mascot thing, does it? It doesn't.
1: Mm, no. Wasn't there a, a, a chubby dog in Yuri on Ice? Or am I just...
0: Oh, yeah, there was that dog. There yeah. was that dog. So there's a dog. That was a pretty alright dog. It was fluffy. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was okay dog. Uh, there's the rat in JoJo's.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone loves that rat in Jojo's. What a what a cutie.
1: What a great rat.
0: Oh, I love him, and when he like spits acid at people. <laughs> it's yeah, my favorite. Of all my favorite things about rats, spitting acid is my favorite. <laughs> uh, there were the cats from Flying Witch. Those were pretty good. Oh yeah. Some of them knew magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then alright, oh, uh Ace Attorney happened, so we got that parrot. That was a good parrot.
1: Oh yeah. I think uh, UX Cool uh, is like his, their appearance is really funny to me because they look like those uh gray, like those alien balloons that are supposed to look like grays, but when they're partially deflated.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's a charmingness to that because it's kind of like squishes and morphs in a lot of fun ways. Yeah. And I think it's nice that it never plays into the fact that that rabbit's fucking weird. It's just like... Oh, this is a world where green rabbits exist.
1: That's just the way rabbits are, man.
0: Yeah, and you know what? That's okay. I'm, I'm yeah. okay with that rabbit.
1: Me too. Oh, and
0: Banania was this year. Oh, of course. Uh, everyone loves Banania. He's a banana cat. All right, and then we have one more list from here. Uh, from Quark. And Quark says, Hi, hello. Uh, some nerd called QB told me to send you a list of anime. So here it is. Uh, number five, Yuri on Ice. Number four, that one with the puppet where the dude cuts his own head off and it shoots up and is grabbed by the weird bird thing, which I think he's talking about Thunderbolt Fantasy? Yes. That must be Thunderbolt Fantasy. That it's is got the puppets.
1: one cool thing that happened in that show.
0: I mean, hey, you know, it's got to have something. Yeah. Uh, number three,
1: Splatoon, which
0: um, I don't know if that's an anime, <laughs> all but right. I'll accept First it. First of all, that's Splatoon's
1: not an anime. Second of all, that didn't come out in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It is. So it still gets to be on the list. That's all right.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll accept it. We're not going to disqualify your list from existing. We'll fudge the rules a little bit. Uh, then number two, I feel like this is a personal attack against Kyuubi. Uh We have Maho Shoujo Narya Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, at the top of the list, we have a... Uh, I think it's a Pretty Rhythm Pre-Para spinoff called King of Prism? Yeah, it's 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 a pretty rhythm thing. It's a it's oh, a movie. No. It's not a it's oh. not a TV thing. Okay, but it is like the as far as I understand, it is like the the logical extreme that you can take for idle boys who are also magical and like fighting evil. Right. Like it, it takes that and just like runs with it and cranks it up to eleven in terms of just like absurdity. Just for a whole, like, two hours, it's just, like, nonsense straight through. That sounds like fun. Which I can appreciate, yeah. You just take something and just, like, kind of go nuts with it. That sounds like you could, you could do a good thing with it. Yeah. So that's all the ones from our, uh, our lovely fans. And we thank you all for your contributions to this show that we ended up having to do. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. And then we have some other stuff. We have some just general uh like from the internet best ofs. Sort of done the same way as ours where they pick through all the anime. So yep. uh if we look at like uh we'll do some best and worsts from like uh the these. So uh for Anime News Network, uh, of course number 1 is Yuri on Ice, right? Followed by Re:Zero a pretty big divide on there, about uh, 2,000 votes um, separating them. Oh my god. See, there you go. Yeah. Then followed by another 1,000, we have Mob Psycho 100 underneath. Alright. Then, uh, pretty quickly after, we have My Hero Academia, which in some ways I'm surprised to see so high. Again, I I feel like not a lot of discussion happened around it, but...
1: Yeah, it's one of those shows that feels like it just kind of came and went. And people liked it, but that's the extent of it. Yeah. And then Erased is up there
2: oh okay
0: yeah it's it's pretty good and like the and then even after that with like the next five we have like Haikyuu season three we do have Diamond is Unbreakable which makes sense uh, Konosuba uh, which seems like kind of a surprise hit like I don't think anyone cared about it until it aired and then suddenly we are like oh this is really funny I keep forgetting that that was this year and then Assassination Classroom season two which I forgot was this year because I stopped oh, right. paying attention to it but that did end the story, and then uh, it counted both seasons of Bungo Stray Dogs, and that's the that's the number ten. All right. Which I definitely heard more people talking about Bungo Stray Dogs than anything.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's a it's a soul eater, and uh, we're in high school host club director. So that alone.
0: Oh, is it? Yes, okay.
1: that gets butts in the seats.
0: Plus, it's got it's got boys. Yeah. You know.
1: I mean, a lot, a lot of shows do, so... I don't know if that was really a distinguishing factor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's got the boys people liked. Okay, there you go. Then, uh, a lot of these have just, like, uh, very similar votes, but some of the lower ones on here from this year, we have uh, Hitori Noshida, The Outcast. Oh my god. Which I don't think anyone's too surprised about, like, from what I've heard about the show.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's on the lower end.
0: Yeah. This is this is all low now. Okay. We have basically all the shorts because this is a best of, and no one's gonna vote for them. So continuing up, uh, we have puzzles and dragons, wow. which, yeah, I could get why people didn't vote that particularly high. Like from what I understand, it's very, um, it's a very blah sort of children's show uh, yeah. based on a, a game. Like it integrates the game in weird ways, but like it does that doesn't make it good.
1: It takes a lot of mental strain for me to keep Puzzles and Dragons and the Monster Hunter anime separate. <laughs> like, trying to remember which uh-huh. is which. Because you feel like they're super similar, or...? Uh, just the idea. Like, the the kidifying, fairly, like, serious, gritty, like, dragon series. Like, they're not too so dark or anything, but they definitely have uh-huh. a, a mature-ish style to them. And then both of those series kind of t- took a look at that, and we're like, all right, we're gonna make something a little more Bandai out of this.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, also, on the bottom near the bottom of the list is uh, Quilidia Code, which, as it turns out, is also by the by uh, Wataru Watari, the the Snafu and girlish number author. Oh. But is like this weird uh, Attack on Titan E sort of like action thing. I think. Okay. And, like, I I didn't hear, like, anything about it. And just, like, th- uh, in learning about, like, girlish number being by him, I also learned that this was. And I meant to go back to it at some point because I'm like, that's that seems so weird that he'd write, like, an action thing. He seems, like, a lot more suited to sort of the slice of life, like, relationship sort of stuff. Right. So I don't know how something like that would turn out.
1: That's weird. That guy has a really, uh, a knack... For not selling his series on, j- just based on their premise alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's impressive just, like, how much... Like, Snafu was like, I had to wait for people to tell me it was really good. And then Girlish Number's like, oh, whatever. Oh, wait, it's by that guy? And then with Kalidia Code, it's like, oh, wait, it's by that guy? That sounds, like, weird. Yeah. Uh, also near the bottom, we have uh, Pandora and the Crimson Shell, Ghost Urn, which is the Ghost in the Shell guy's other series...
1: Was that even a TV anime? That was. That's weird. Was it, I thought that was like borderline a porn thing.
0: It it had a lot of fan service in it. Yes. Okay. That's. It turns out that that's the Ghost in the Shell guy's thing.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, have you never have you never seen the Ghost in the Shell manga? No. There's like some stone cold fucking in that series. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I didn't... Yeah, apparently that guy is also, like, a, a, a porn artist of some kind.
1: Yeah, he is really horny.
0: Like, it's weird that, like, Ghost in the Shell apparently is, like, the... The, the one outlier on his otherwise, like, bad track record.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Appleseed's pretty good, too, I think.
0: Oh, is Appleseed by that guy?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, also on the bottom of the list, of course, we have a Battery here. Oh. But, you know, at some point it's like... They're not really voting for the worst. It's just the bottom of a best poll, which I guess is like a little different, but it's just kind of sad seeing like, oh, you know, some of these things didn't get enough recognition. And then it's like, oh, more people thought Super Lovers was a better anime this year than Joker game. That's really depressing.
1: Is this, uh, people just put in a vote for what they think their favorite, for what their favorite anime was, or did they get a list and they had to put them in order?
0: It was, uh, you voted for five things to get a vote in this okay and for anime news network
1: all right that's what i figured
0: yeah everyone got five votes to distribute as they as they thought necessary okay
1: all right i should have known because i forgot there were points and stuff involved yeah so that's yeah okay
0: uh then we have one from uh I, from what i understand like one of the biggest like wordpress sort of blogs uh, of anime like it's been around for i don't know 15-something years, called uh, Random Curiosity. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that. Okay, and so their their top is ReZero. Okay. Uh, Yuri, Mob Psycho, Erased, and My Hero Academia, which is more or less the exact same as the other one, which is, I think, surprising in a lot of ways.
1: But this is, this is like an individual's list, right? Or is this also uh, a poll?
0: This is also a poll. I think they okay. only got one vote each, though. All right. But yeah, it's also a poll thing being done. And then even, uh, then the the next five are really where it changes, because there's Konosuba there, and Haikyuu, but then we have Sound Euphonium on there, which I'm surprised wasn't higher on other lists, honestly. Like, I feel like I heard a lot about Sound Euphonium, too. I don't know about that. In in comparison to some of the shows that made it higher? Sure. Okay. Like, I feel like I heard a lot more about Sound Euphonium than, like, My Hero Academia. The- well
1: maybe i don't know
0: i guess it's weird to know because that was a long time ago yeah the only real thing i remember hearing people talk about my Hair academia is the people who are mad um at the the that first episode for having that line from miss mountain where she's like uh, nice to meet your ass acquaintance or whatever (laughs) right because and like man those guys just don't get it that's a good line I agree. Uh then f- followed by uh Genroku Roku Rakugo Shinju and Grimgar, which I think is surprising cuz I feel like especially like near the halfway point no one had anything good to say about Grimgar.
1: Yeah, the appreciation for that show definitely fell off at some point.
0: Yeah, cuz it's like oh, it looks really good and it has like a it's a it's a more realistic sort of isekai story and people put a lot more into that. But it's still one of those things that I just it, like at some point, people were like, mm, I don't know if this is any good anymore. This writing kind of sucks.
1: Yeah. That is the vibe that I got from it.
0: And it gets real booby. And, like, so I'm surprised <laughs> to see it as high as it got, you know? Yeah. Quick tangent. Uh, this reminded me that they've um, released a list of all the light novels being released for this month and February in Japan. Okay. And, first of all, it has the longest light novel uh, title uh in light novel history in it. All right. Which is. Sew it up. Take it off. Change. My girlfriend failed her high school debut. And became a hikikomori. So I decided to coordinate her youth fashion.
1: Oh, that's not. That is short, shorter than I was expecting.
0: Which sits at a hot 65 characters. Yeah. <laughs> including punctuation for that. <laughs> and then the. The one that caught my eye. As like. Oh you know. This may not actually be good. But this is one of those things that like. Catches my eye is oh, this is a fun goof. Um, It's called, Do You Like Your Mom? Her normal attack is two attacks at full power. What? And it's an isekai story where a dude got taken to a fancy world, but so did his mom. And his mom is 100% (laughs) cooler than him. And so like his mom is like uh, escorting him on quests and stuff and like chaperoning him.
1: I love that. Unlike a lot of other stuff that gets popular, uh, people who write isekai have realized that they can't just do it straightforward
0: anymore. (laughs) Like,
1: every isekai (laughs) story needs to have its weird gimmick. Right. That's at least something I could appreciate.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a very charming gimmick. Yeah. Like, oh, my mom's the cool one in (laughs) in this fantasy world.
1: I mean, that's already what it's like in the real world for me. I don't need to read a book to... To live that experience
0: yeah that's that i was reminded of that just thinking of isekai again oh what a what a genre that exists
1: <laughs> isekai is uh getting stories about people getting transported from the real world to a fantasy realm by the way
0: oh yeah i guess that is uh that is a term that i, I feel like is a lot less common than a lot of the other anime terms we use yeah
1: like i know it exists but I would never use it if it weren't for the fact that I hear you use it.
0: Yeah, I feel like I just learned that that was like a genre term recently. And so I'm like, oh, I should slot this into my vocabulary because I'm cool.
1: I learned it a lot and then I never actually use it. Mm hmm. Uh,
0: Then we have uh, a top five from uh, Nico Nico. You know, that that Japanese YouTube. Yes. Which sits at uh, Diamond is Unbreakable at number one, which, you know, that's that's cool. Yeah. That's sort of a surprise how high it is. Then we have ReZero, of course. Hmm. Uh, Konosuba. Yuri on Ice. And Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. Oh. So, so they accept things that haven't finished yet.
1: Is that still not over?
0: Uh, it's in its second season right now. Okay. It's got a lot of episodes. I'm actually kind of surprised. I feel like a lot of the more recent ones have been really short one and done. Yeah. Like, certainly, like, uh, what was the one before this, like, G and Reconguista or whatever, was only 13 episodes. But this one's going two seasons. I think each of them are at least 26 episodes.
1: Right. I guess they found something that works.
0: Yeah, and I... They have, um, Mari Okada on it, which I think is maybe some of the things that make it more interesting. Hmm. Uh, Mari Okada being, like, the writer of, like, Anohana and stuff. right? And, uh, Mayuriga. But, um... (laughs) The Mario Kada being more interested in like uh, ro- character relationships might make this a more, uh, like a, a little more different as a Gundam series. Yeah, that could be. It's not it's not quite as focused on sick robots though. It has plenty of sick robots.
1: Yeah, I mean you got to sell those figures.
0: Yeah, uh, a surprising thing is that um, New York Times did its like best uh best of TV 2016 list and included okay. My Hero Academia on it. Oh
1: right, that was on Tsunami at some point.
0: Yeah, it, it hit like number seven on New York Times list of best TV. Wow, which I think is is kind of fascinating because I f- anime definitely doesn't like get a mainstream you know like mainstream cred in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, and I think it, I think it aired on like uh, some kind of like eleven p.m. death slot too. So
0: yeah, so huh, I mean they they really picked up on something of it. They actually have a little uh, bit about it from the uh, the New York Times, which is. In the self-aware category of Japanese anime, the shrewdly written and dynamically drawn series posits a world in which 80% of humanity has developed some sort of special powers, not all of them super and not all used for good, but it focuses on a fanboy who obsessively follows the newly costumed heroes while having no abilities of his own, a perfect stand-in for the anime and manga audience, which in some ways sounds like a sick-ass burn. Like you could read oh, that as yeah. like really like digging into t- anime fans. Yeah, that. But is. I don't think it. I don't think it quite comes from that angle. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I don't like, think God that's what damn. they meant. But that
1: is definitely how it feels at first. Yeah, I had like I had to think about it before I realized. Okay, that's not as <laughs> that's not as enormous of a drag as it sounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's. That's a that's such a way to end it. It's like mm, I have to rethink whether or not this is this is what I expected. <laughs> uh, God bless. Uh, yeah. And then uh, one more uh, top ten we have here is from uh, anime fans through a software company okay. named uh, Jig, and it's got it's got like uh, twenty seven thousand votes. So this is a a pretty broad one compared to a lot of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, num- number one, of course, is Osamatsu-san, which I'm surprised I didn't see more of on this list, because it ended this year. Yeah. And I'm surprised it didn't get the same recognition out of there, but it was fucking huge. Uh, particularly in Japan, I feel like every Blu-ray of it broke another record in <laughs> of sales in some way.
1: Yeah, weird that it wasn't on, like, the Nico, Nico list at all, basically. Or, like, not in any top spot.
0: Yeah, because I know that it, it hit all kinds of, like, um records for just selling out blu-rays in release order like it it had a it had a really good run yeah while it was going and i'm surprised it didn't it didn't factor in more but that might just be because it's so old or those ones in particular don't count um series that are you know like that start in another year who knows that could be yeah uh then followed by re-zero yuri uh Bungo stray dogs is a surprise on here i think for <laughs> how high it is I didn't realize that that was as popular as it was. Yeah, meaningly. Uh Then also, uh, Token Ranbu Hanamaru, the, the, the Sword Boys one that they did. Yes. Again, surprised, kind of Doga did it, and it just kind of came and went for us. Like, no one really talked about it or had much to say about it.
1: It's a pretty. It's one of the like, major gacha games in Japan, right?
0: Yeah, but I assumed that that franchise pulled in all the people, is what I was going to get to say. Right. Is like, I, yeah, I'm sure, uh, the, the fans of the series really push that up because it is a like, huge thing. Yeah. Then we have High I assume it just combines seasons, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Um, followed by, then this, this one's weird. Um, cause all idol stuff from seven to ten. Uh, Suki Uda, the animation is a surprise. Okay. Cause that one's just kind of out of nowhere. Um, Uda no Prince Sama, season four. Which sure, it's it's more Utapri. People love that. Yeah. Then we also have B Project, which is another just like same sort of like one lady manages a bunch of idols thing. Right. I'm just surprised they all three ended up in a row <laughs> this way. <laughs> yeah, well, it is a little bit. And then number ten, it hits Love life Sunshine. Okay. Which also, I'm I'm kind of surprised didn't get a lot more because I it has to have like. It it sold like a it sold super well um, over its lifetime. So I'm surprised more people didn't go. It's my favorite.
1: Maybe it's just one of those things that people only care about while it's going on. You know, and once it's over, it's over.
0: Yeah, maybe. Or when they consider like, oh, you know, I like it for the. I don't like it maybe for the anime, but I like it more for the like extended stuff, like the concerts and all that. Yeah, that could be. That could yes, that may, that would make a lot of sense. And then, uh, last thing I wanted to do was uh, was uh, do some some sales talk with you.
1: Oh yeah, this is what I've been waiting for.
0: Speaking of Blu-ray sales, we're gonna we're gonna have a fun game where we try to figure out what the best-selling stuff. Well, you figure out what the best-selling <laughs> Blu-rays were uh, for this year. Uh, so here we have the top-selling animation Blu-ray discs for 2016 in Japan. Right. Uh, And this is according to Oricon, which is a Japanese site that just keeps track of all this sort of stuff. Okay. So, number one on this list is not an anime. Okay. Can you figure out which movie it is that sold the best in Blu-rays in Japan?
1: So, by extension, then that means it's like a Western thing?
0: It is a Western movie.
1: Okay. Uh, Is it a 2016 Western movie?
0: Uh, all of these, I believe, are 2016 okay. movies. Okay. At least for, at least for release.
1: Right. Uh, is it Zootopia?
0: Yes, you got oh, it. Oh my god! Yeah. How about that? Yeah, Zootopia did did Gangbusters. Um, okay, so this is uh, and that beats out um, the even the Love Live School Idol movie, which is number two yeah. by a hot like seventy thousand discs. Oh wow which i think is is a is a big margin.
1: Well, i mean, you know, okay, it is surprising that a movie beats out another movie, but i think it does make sense for a movie to beat out a series.
0: Uh, well, this is the this is the movie of love live.
1: Right, right. That's what i mean. Like that's surprising, but it's not surprising for a movie to be at the top is what i mean. Oh,
0: i see. To have a have a standalone thing. Yeah. Sticking there. Now, um so, in, in between the rest of this, like, in the top 15, there are four more, um, Western series, and I wonder if you can figure them out. Which one sold best? Western series? Uh, Western movies. They are all movies. Okay. Um... Finding Dory. That is number two as far as Western sales.
1: Okay. Uh... Secret Life of Pets?
0: No.
2: Damn.
1: Uh The Good Dinosaur?
0: That is number four, yes. Okay.
1: Hmm. Let's see what else was. Was the good was...
0: dinosaur any good? I feel like I never heard about it as after it got announced.
1: Uh it was pre- pretty whatever from what I hear. I haven't seen it. Okay. Uh let's see, what what were the Disney? I know they put out Moana this year, but I'm gonna guess that's not on there. Uh but what was the other movie they put out? Oh, that was Zootopia, right. Damn. Um <laughs> I Age 6, or whatever it is. No, please. Okay, well, you never know. Maybe, maybe Japan really loves uh, Ray, Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I'm out we of We got ideas. one Pixar and oh, one wait. DreamWorks wait. left. Wait, oh, is it Minions?
0: Uh, Minions is on here uh. as number three. Oh, God. <laughs> and then the last one's a Pixar one. A Pixar one? Did they do three movies this year? Um... It, technically, the 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 Blu-ray released at the end of last year.
1: Okay, so then that would have to be... Oh, I can't even remember what order the Pixar movies come out in. Inside Out? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. And, like, looking through this is uh, pretty interesting, because this does, like, individual discs. Yes. So, on this, like, top 50, you do see every, um... <laughs> osamatsu disc showing up on here <laughs> right and i think it's basically an It's first one second one third one and they're all the limited edition first pressings hmm. and i think that's that's just like oh okay sure sure
1: i'm surprised that japan latches onto the minions at all because uh-huh. japan is so good at making their own like nice charming cutesy mascots that i'm surprised they're willing to take <laughs> America's, like, garbage trash <laughs> mascots.
0: <laughs> I think what's even funnier about it is, um, if, if you look at the top-selling DVDs, the top five Western animations, all different versions of Despicable Me and Minions.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> you told me about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it hits Despicable Me 1 and 2, it hits Minions, it hits box sets, it also <laughs> hit, like, a short series or something, like a some garbage side disc. Right. And they're all the top five Western animation DVDs. It's uh, incredible. More like despicable
1: uh, Nippon.
0: Make that the whoa! title of this one. Okay, I'll do it.
1: <laughs>
0: That'll go. It and it's great. surprising how fast. It's it's surprising how fast these like drop off. Like Girls in Ponzer, the film is like number three. Yeah. At two hundred thousand discs. Then Finding Dory is right next with ninety five thousand discs. Jeez like there's there's such a huge drop off and then it's kind of it's kind of a, a pretty basic drop off after that but it's still mm-hmm. like wow that's it's really surprising
1: it's always weird to me how just how little even like successful or at least like passively successful anime are in home video release mhm uh cuz you know it's a it's a big medium and these they're i mean relative to a lot of other consumer media they're Easy anime is pretty cheap to produce, but it's still like a, a big undertaking. It's surprised with just how little stuff they managed to razor the margins, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's like, like, it feels like it has to be so much out of like merchandising and stuff because people yeah, buy too. figurines out the ass. Mm-hmm. But it seems. but like, I'm surprised, you know, the highest selling Blu-ray for a series DV uh, Blu-ray is like 83,000. Right. You know, that seems like such a small amount of people, whereas I feel like with Western movies, they, they do print these things expecting, you know, hundreds of thousands at least to buy it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It It's such a different medium thing over there. And it seems weird.
1: Yeah. And the Blu-rays are so expensive, too. So like a lot of people just get priced out. It's, man, the economics of like trying to make anime feasible is so weird to me.
2: Mm hmm.
0: Uh then then I do have one that's just like by series, like best selling kind okay. of thing. And this is by average number of volumes. So uh some of this is skewed because it just came out. I'm thinking specifically of two series on here that might have a little bit of a skew because, you know, they haven't they they haven't finished their run yet. Right. Cause number one we have Yuri on Ice because it sold one volume so far. Hmm but over DVDs and Blu-rays has sold uh 62,000 discs. Okay. Which is that's pretty big. Let's, you know, not not to not to say that that's not a big surprise, but like, you know, with with the upcoming other like five that might change whether or not it's on the top of this list. Yeah. Cuz right underneath that is one that, you know, sold a whole bunch uh separately which is like Love Live Sunshine. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. We have one of the monogatari's that I don't think I heard of, which is Koyomi Monogatari. Koyomi Monogatari.
1: I don't remember that. Was either. that a movie? That might have been a movie because that I don't remember any monogatari series coming out this year at all. Oh no, there was there was one in in winter. I think maybe. Wait, it
0: it did air. Did it just not come over here? That'd that would be weird. weird.
1: Yeah, because Crunchyroll always has Monogatari.
0: Yeah, how would I have missed Koyomi Monogatari? Like... That's... Hmm. Anyways. um, Then we have Token Ronbu. We have Haikyuu, which might be skewed. I'm not sure if it finished releasing yet. But, like, each of these, as it goes down, loses, like, 10,000 average copies. God. Up until Q, At which point, it's, like, a pretty close one. For um, Konosuba, Drifters. Oh, wow. That seems weird.
1: Yeah, Drifters doesn't really seem like the kind of thing the Japanese audience will be into.
0: Also, it's only one volume? Um, like, only one volume seems weird. I don't know if that's the that preview thing that they released. Like, maybe 11,000 people bought that preview disc? <laughs> that was, like, the first two episodes before it got announced? Because I think oh, right. that came with... One of the manga volumes. Yeah. So that might not be the TV series, but that's still a big, that's a big sale. I didn't think Drifters was that big. Um, Yeah. Because I also didn't feel like Helsing was that big, but, you know. Then there's B Project, ReZero, Macross Delta, which I think is surprising, but I didn't hear anything on the Japanese side about how that was accepted. Yeah. And then Joker Game, which uh, I'm pretty surprised by it being so high. Because, again, uh, on the Western side, I feel like I just heard a lot of, eh, opinions on it.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised ReZero is that low, relatively speaking, at least.
0: mm mm-hmm. like
1: it would think it's not be, in like, the top we're...
0: five? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know, That's that That does seem weird that for all the, like, hubbub it got and how many, like, there was that Crunchyroll thing that showed how many people watched it, the first episode compared to every other first episode, and ReZero was, like, globally such a hit. I'm surprised Japan didn't latch onto that a bit more. Yeah. And now we're gonna do the worst sales. Okay. Uh these so these are the the absolute worst Blu-ray sales by series of 2016. I'm really curious. Tell me about it. There are a number of them that were so bad that they didn't even like register. <laughs> and to, to make sure you understand, there is one that hit the charts with 86 copies. What show is that? That was that Fundanci show. The what? that food danchi show the one about the guy who reads yaoi oh right okay yeah and then right above that a, a, exactly a hundred we have like the nurse witch kamugi chan are hmm. so they have to have done worse than that um Jeez. to to show up on this list such that over you know six discs or whatever they did not sell enough to chart even once man and two of the ones on this list ...are ones that you should be extremely familiar with. Okay. And I want to see if you can figure out which two shows that you watched. You watched both these shows. That did not do well.
2: Okay.
1: 91 Days.
0: No, that was actually... um, That's actually, like, in the middle, I thought. Okay. It did pretty alright. That's good. (laughs) Awoni? No, Alan, he's not on this list. Um, okay. I guess that means that they might not have sold, but I don't even know if they've released anything yet, so.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, let's see, what else could it be? Days?
0: No. Okay. Um, you're getting closer because you're picking all the shows you disliked. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh,
1: shows I dis- disliked. I assume it's not Berserk, right?
0: A berserk doesn't even show up on this list,
1: buddy. Oh. Well, so I
0: presumably it sold nothing.
1: Oh, I'm I'm not even sure if the first Blu-rays for that are out actually, but I think they I think they, they are. definitely
0: are because they they re- they showed those like oh here's a big surprise on the Blu-ray differences.
1: Right, but I don't know if that also meant that they were out already. I just figured that meant that they were coming.
0: Um, let me see. Oh yeah, um, at some point the Berserk. Nope, wait, nope. That's the that's the twenty that's the 1997 version. Yeah, is getting a Blu-ray release. <laughs> uh as of uh 12 days ago from this recording okay is it princess Str- Princess stride uh no Princess stride actually sold uh fairly well you know in comparison to a lot of other series okay there's one more you're missing that i that in particular i'm like oh you would have absolutely guessed that this did like hot garbage
1: okay uh man i'm racking my brain thinking about what anime i watched that i didn't like uh big order no okay um, though that
0: didn't sell well either oh i'm
1: running out of ideas i think you're gonna have to just tell me
0: that's right it's my ego oh good (laughs) My ego Um... did like trash (laughs) no here's a blu-ray box set for berserk at least so man i don't know well damn god damn sorry berserk you were bad Some other ones I think are kind of a surprise is, uh, uh, Didn't You Know I'm Sakamoto sold really poorly. Oh. Which I feel like that was a comedy that a lot of more people were into. Yeah. It's kind of surprising to see how low it went. Um, Keijo sold, uh, pretty abysmally. That is all, that is really surprising. Is Keijo, like, too
1: embarrassing even for, like, super nerds to buy? Is that what it is? Maybe. That might be it. Maybe it was, maybe it's a little too
0: forward about itself.
1: Maybe. Or maybe it doesn't take itself seriously enough. Maybe it's it's too jokey for people to appreciate.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Phantom World was not a particularly good sales year for it. Oh that's weird. Seems like yeah, it it is KyoAni's worst selling anime of all time. Oh wow. With an average of about two thousand copies per volume.
1: Jeez. I mean, that's not too surprising, I guess. Like, that show doesn't stand out from the crowd in any way. Like, it's an easy one to forget, I think. Mm-hmm. But the same... I th- I think the same goes for, like, Chunibyo
0: and Ama- Amagi Brilliant Park. So, I don't know. Those clearly sold well enough. Yeah. And it's depressing so- sometimes how low these numbers are. Like, um, uh, Madhouse's Alderman uh, on the Sky or whatever... Right. ...is at, like, less than 300 copies per. Oof. And that's, like, just super rough. Yeah, that is rough. And it's it's weird thinking, I wonder if how easy it is to bounce back from, like, really abysmal sales like that. Do you still expect people to buy, like, extra material, like the really hardcore fans, or...?
1: Well, I think for something like uh, Alderman of the Sky, it probably doesn't matter, because I assume they were commissioned to make that. Right, that was a license birth. sort of thing. Yeah. So then the honest is on someone else to recoup that loss. Yeah. But like Phantom World, something like that—that's got to be like a pretty heavy blow to a studio, yeah.
0: Because Kiyonie picks that picks their series out, like you know, they handpick it. Yeah. So it's got to be it, you know. But they also they also don't do as many shows and still are do fine because at least one thing they do every year seems to be like a significant hit.
1: Yeah. What are the sales numbers on uh, uh, Phonium Two?
0: Um, right now, uh, it's it's pretty high on the list. Um, it's at number fifteen in terms of yearly average sales Oh that's not yeah that's it's sold about, It sold about it's sold about seventy five hundred uh copies per disc, you know that's okay, and given how small that staff is you know they can pay them you know they they could probably pay all those off pretty easy.
1: well, it was a small staff, but they probably worked on it over a longer period of time, so yeah,
0: and all their staff is salaried, so yeah, that's true you know, I think they're constantly ranking in dollars from like other stuff too like they did um they did a silent voice this year right and they did all kinds of other um i'm sure they did all kinds of merchandising stuff you know yeah they they have their light novels that they sell and i assume that those are doing just fine Uh yeah um that's that's kind of all i had uh prepared for this okay uh one nice thing i do want to point out is that planetarian sold pretty well um cool which you know i'm I'm sad that it didn't get more recognition in other places, but it, it did good. Um, 55,000 or 5,500, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) 5,500 copies. Not too bad for, uh, for like a, a net animation thing.
2: Yeah, that's
1: solid. Yeah. You know, you know what I'd love to know about? What? Is the best selling anime in North America, like the best selling Blu-rays in North America, but those numbers don't get released.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone has those numbers at all. Like, Funny no. is certainly isn't going to release uh, numbers for that.
1: Yeah, and Sentai won't, and uh, Anaplex won't, so...
0: Like, the only, the only place I think that would keep anything like that might be Right Stuff. Yeah. And they're just, like, a secondary sales thing, so I don't even know how good those numbers would be.
2: hmm
1: Because I'm always super curious to see, like, what sells best for them, but mm. also... Like what the numbers even are. Like, what do you expect an America uh, anime to sell in America to begin with?
0: Yeah, because they're always priced pretty highly because of the because it you know it's it's such a process to get it over here and it's a um more or less smaller audience.
1: Yeah, well, I think sixty bucks is uh pretty normal for a, a season of a TV show, and even then, it's really easy to get it below RRP.
0: Yeah, and I guess, you know, it, the one nice thing about um, in in the North America and stuff is that they release it all in a collection, uh, typically on one Blu-ray. Yeah. Because they don't do as much of the, like, merchandising, special edition sort of stuff.
1: And thank God for that.
0: Yeah, it would be impossible. To, <laughs> I feel like in some way it'd be, like, impossible to to be into anime at those sorts of prices here in North America. It'd certainly be a lot harder.
1: Yeah. See, cause what, what, what I wonder about is that obviously there's anime that gets really popular in America, like say ReZero, um, Konosuba, but I wonder if the kind of audience that a show like that reaches in America would also be interested in buying the Blu-ray. Whereas something like maybe, um, I don't know, maybe Death Parade isn't a good example, but if you look at something like that, I think that has a smaller audience probably, but I think the people that Death Parade reaches is probably more inclined to also buy a home release, you know, try to support the medium a little bit. So I'm curious how, how those numbers roll out. If the kind of, if like the general Western anime audience also buys Blue Race, or so if it's really just the hardcore people who, go, who dive deeper for their shows. I don't know. Yeah. And I'd love to know.
0: There is, uh, there is a, a ranking for New York Times bestsellers of 2016. Um, okay. Only by like week? unfortunately like i don't think that there's a there's like a cumulative one Mm. but you can sort of see trends in and out there okay like for the entire month of december it was just the legend of zelda (laughs) (laughs) legendary edition which is just i think the the omnibus for that manga yeah but you see a lot this year of um one punch man popping up you see a lot of uh tokyo ghoul yeah, year, Tokyo, the surprising. Tokyo
1: Ghoul manga is huge, and I—that's th- a little weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's popular, but it's like at the top everywhere I look, and that's
0: surprising. Yeah, the tops for the most of this are One Punch Man and Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, like something else to pop up occasionally, like Monster Musume, right? <laughs> um, and stuff like that. And like when um uh Goodnight Pun Pun popped out, that was popular for the week. Oh, cool. That's nice. Yeah, so, you know, I, I think in some of it, it's, like, a lot of people pick up first volumes to try them out. Um, yeah. In a lot of these cases. But then you'll also see, like, a, an Akami Got Kill pop up or an Attack on Titan. Hmm. Or a Yotsuba And? Okay. You know, things like that. And then uh, Orange pops up at some point. And I think that was just big for, I think, like, its, its ending push because it it was printed in an omnibus to start, I believe. Or two yeah. omnibuses. Yes. So that makes it easier to buy in a lot of cases,
1: and that also came out right as the anime was airing,
0: right. so people were probably like jumping in on that uh based on the strength of the the start of that anime,
2: right, yeah,
0: yeah, but these though the numbers for America just like really don't exist, and it's kind of sad um it would be cool to see a lot more of what what becomes uh big, yeah. Anything else you wanted to do before we wrap up this year, before we close the book on the, the manga on 2016?
1: <laughs> uh No, I can't really think of anything.
0: Okay. No more last last thoughts on the year.
1: Uh You know when I when I I have a sort of a a, a vision, a um a, a stance on buying home releases of anime because I'm, I I do it very often, but the thing is I only started doing it pretty recently and there's so much old stuff out there that I want that I've decided to limit myself to three for every year since I've started. Uh, So I guess 2015 is the start of that. So for 2015, I can only get three. Right now I have two. That's Death Parade and Sakurako san And I'm deciding what my picks for 2016 are going to be. Uh, okay. the, thir- the third for 2015 is going to be One Punch Man Once that finally gets released
0: Oh, is that not out in English yet?
1: Not that I know Because the, the, the rights for that are, are with Viz And they're always dragging their feet With home releases oh, of yeah. Uh, anime mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm trying to think about What that's going to be for 2016 And I think Rakugo is there, obviously um, okay. Erased would be there If it wasn't for the fact that Those rights are with Aniplex And they are just too expensive for my blood
0: yeah, it's, it's almost like $300 for the two things, because they don't, in a lot of cases, they don't sell, um, like, normal versions. It's yeah. all the special editions.
1: Yeah, like, their erased thing comes with a soundtrack, and it comes with some sort of
0: manga, maybe even original manga thing, which I just don't need. I think it's a sequel thing. Yeah. And, like, other, like, art cards and stuff, and just... Yeah, stuff that you absolutely don't want. Like... And
1: if it's a show I really like, then maybe I'll splurge and get the super duper ultra double dip uh, director's cut version. Like, for Death Parade, where I got the one that looks like the elevator, and it opens up in the middle, and that's really nice. Mm -hmm. But for Erased, man, I just want to get it on Blu-ray. And I I mean, I know, like, it makes me sound like a whiny baby, because in Japan they pay, like, $8 billion just to get all 13 episodes of a show. But that's just not how we roll around here, man.
0: And Anaplex is such a weird company, because they never, like, go back and release, like, normal versions of their stuff. Yeah. Like, they only release... Uh, standard versions of like Blu-rays and stuff for shows they know are going to sell like gangbusters like an, uh, an asterisk war yeah, and stuff like that and so it really sucks that you you can't get erased in any version that doesn't take $300 and I know they haven't released to like an Amazon or anything too so you have to go through their site and their site is bad
1: their site is really bad like I don't even trust it it it's, seems like the kind of thing where your order can just get lost Mm-hmm. And they for a lot of shows, they don't even just sell full versions. Like, if you want Erased, you have to order two separate things. Yeah. And just a lot of things there that I don't like.
0: Yeah, and also, I was wrong. Uh, Erased is only $200. I'm just really salty about Your line April being, like, $300. because <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, like, four things, right?
0: No, it's two, but they're twice as big because it's a 22-episode thing. Oh, of course. Yeah. So you just make the price that much bigger, and it's just... <laughs>
1: And they have all the they have all the trigger shows on there too, and it's like and some yeah. of the like better A one stuff, man. But yeah, I'm thinking for 2016, it's probably going to be
0: Rockago is going to be on there. I think. Okay, makes sense. That's that's a that's one that you could. That's I think that's one that not only good that you can buy but also to share.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: Then maybe Wo Amu, uh, if it ever gets a home release, but I don't know. It's with Amazon, so.
0: Yeah, and, and Amazon just doesn't have a precedent for that, so...
1: Yeah, well, uh, Kaminari ended up with Crunchyroll, so maybe they'll get that oh, too right. eventually.
0: Or, and maybe that'll just end up going to, um... to, to Funny now. Yeah. Like, that, that whole, that whole thing is just complicated. Yeah. How I understand release now.
1: It's really weird. But then again, Kaminari is also a way hotter property than Funewamu, so maybe they will just oh, stay absolutely. in limbo forever. Yeah. Uh, maybe Tanaka-kun? Like, I'm sure Sentai will pick that up at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and may- maybe Kavaneri too. Uh, like, I also want to buy a show that maybe I don't like that much, but that I appreciate the production of. So, like, Ma- that could be Mob Psycho 100 as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know, that's just something I'm thinking about. And right now, Shogun Roku is the only definite pick.
0: Like, I'm trying- yeah, now, now trying to think of things that, like, Oh I would want this to buy So I could put it in a PS4 or whatever And watch it with other people Because that's the only way I watch things a second time Is if I'm showing it to other people (laughs) Because I'm a terrible I'm terrible Um, Aren't we all terrible Yeah Like uh, maybe Lupin? Lupin might be a good one Because I feel like that, that has a broader appeal Yeah And it's just a lot of fun Like you could just pop in really any episode Minus the plot ones, and get, like, a good self-contained adventure.
1: That would be a good one, yeah.
0: Um, My Hero Academia, maybe?
1: Oh, no, because with My Hero Academia, I'm gonna have to keep going forever as they keep making more seasons.
0: (laughs) Oh, right, because they've got, like, that second season this year, and then that eats up a Blu-ray. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, how do I... How do I even
1: do this? And and it's tough too because there's a lot of old shows coming back with new Blu-rays that are the price of like completely new products. Like right, uh, like, uh Standalone Complex Ghost just came shell. out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of too. <laughs> and it's the two seasons are separate, so that's a that's one hundred bucks down the drain at some point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Man. It's exp- it's an expensive hobby, but it could be more expensive. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Flying which might be a fun one. That's that's oh, that's also yeah. an easy one to just like ease into. That was lovely too. Point.
1: I think movies I keep separate just cuz those are usually end up cheaper like 20 bucks is what the price they usually enter in.
0: Yeah, they're they're cheaper and it's a it's a lot easier to like just self-contain it. You don't have to worry about anything else yeah popping up.
1: I definitely want to get your name whenever that finally gets a home video release in English.
0: Yeah, I th- I think they announced that it was going to happen somewhere in, like, October? Yeah. I know the movie run is in April, and I'm and i pretty sure uh, October was when Amazon UK uh, put up its entry for when it was releasing. Okay. So there's, there's some precedent. I'm not just, like, pulling it out of my butthole.
2: <laughs> Alright.
1: And then there was that other movie. I remember very little about it, but it came out right after Your Name, and it was by... I don't know, by some lower tier studio, like maybe Gemba, or, you know what I mean? And, it was about and you're it,
0: not thinking, and, and you're not think. oh, um, In This Corner of the World.
1: Yes, that one.
0: Okay. I was going to assume that you were talking about a silent voice, but no, that's, yeah, no, you're no, no, thinking no. of In This Corner of the World, which is MAPPA. Oh, that, that's what it was, yeah. But that one, yeah, that, that one I hear a lot of really good things about just for uh, exploration of kind of um civilian life in japan post world war ii mm-hmm. um from the eyes of someone kind of caught in in the brunt of some of the the civilian attacks yeah so that might be really interesting to look at
1: yeah asylum voice too i suppose
0: yeah, at some point I want to pick up uh, the Yu Gi Oh movie because I'm trash. Yeah, me too. I'm also trash. <laughs> but, I but I have to wait for I have to wait for the dub to come out. I I won't. I will not hear them say Jinochi. I refuse. <laughs> I saw that
1: one very bl- brief clip that they put uh, up of the dub, and mm-hmm. when like at first it's like whatever you know it's fun, but then what really pushed me over the edge to wanting to see it is that when Taya and Yugi meet up. They played the song from when Kaiba invades Pegasus' castle from season one. Like the Now I'm Back cool rock thing? jam.
0: Oh, that one. Yeah. that one.
1: Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, that's the good stuff I like and I want to see this.
0: There's, there's something really charming about not cutting anything anymore, but still sticking to that old English soundtrack and the voice actors that like really makes that good. Mm-hmm. In the same way that I'm like charmed that they got everyone back for the Digimon movies, yeah. But I like Yu Gi Oh more.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. I, well, you know when I when I was hearing about the movie and hearing you talk about it, about it, I was like, man, Yu Gi Oh. I don't. I care a little. I guess I don't really want to watch it. But then I saw the <laughs> characters and this new clean art and the song, and I
0: was like, ah, actually, I really want to watch it. <laughs> uh, too deep in. Yeah, I get that.
2: Because
0: uh, like, yeah. I think that's how I felt first. Like, oh, it's Yu Gi Oh movie. I might check it out. And it's like. Mm, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh!. I love it. Uh, what a good what a good series. What a good franchise. I agree. Uh other movies, what else released this year that I'd consider, like, even though it's aniplex Um, um what is it? Uh Anthem of the Heart. I thought was a pretty good uh movie. Right. All things considered. I still haven't seen it. I don't know if it's like th- I don't know. I have an issue with its third act, but like other than that, it's still, like, a really good story. I like the animation a lot. Um, that might be something to look into. Yeah. Man, looking at their prices, though, it's, like, even the um, even the Persona 5 thing that they picked up is, like, absurdly expensive for what is a, a single episode of an anime. It's, like, 40 bucks.
1: Oh, my God. And that's, like, I think a 15-minute thing, too. It's not even a full episode.
0: I don't even think it has a, any bonus stuff. Like, what the, the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, compared to the uh, uh, the Final Fantasy fifteen thing i think they sell the movie Kingsglave and the tv show together on in one package for like 30 bucks like that's that is good. the
0: limited edition and it's like 35 bucks
1: yeah like that's a worthwhile pickup i think
0: yeah i still need to pick that up actually hmm. <laughs> but um what else what else was this year in movies now i'm just thinking of that now um uh, there's
1: red turtle there's boy and the beast was that this year
0: uh for uh release yes oh oh okay Right. Yeah. Um. There was there was all the Project Edo stuff minus the um genocidal organ thing. Yeah. Which I don't know. Um. Those movies I don't think are the the best format for the story that they're clearly trying to tell.
1: I can see that. Yeah.
0: Like it's they're overstuffed. I think Hmm. is the yeah. They
1: they definitely don't catch my interest at the very least.
0: Oh yeah, Boruto was this year.
2: Oh yeah,
1: that was a good. Might want
0: to check that out. Who knows? And Naruto yeah, The Last as well, right? Uh, was Naruto The Last this year? That sounds right. A little less interesting. But s- some horrible part of my uh, heart still really cares about Naruto.
2: Yeah.
1: It's weird that that's the same for me because I never really cared about Naruto, but every time a new Naruto thing comes out, it's like I it's still like, oh, care hey. a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the Orange Future movie is coming out soon, which I want to check that out. Okay. Because I, because I, it's, from what I understand, it's, it's also like a, a retelling of the story via Sua's um, viewpoint. Right. Which might be an interesting, like, recontextualization of the story. Yeah. Since there is, there is a pretty big conflict with him too. It might be interesting to see.
1: Yeah. Kind of like the Lion King 3.
0: <laughs> you mean one and a half or wait?
1: Oh, is that what it's Was called?
0: Is there a Lion King 3? There is a Lion King 1.5. That's the one with Timon and Pumbaa as the main characters. Okay,
1: over here it's called Lion King 3, Hakuna Matata.
0: Okay. See, we got Lion King 1.5. All right. But that is the one you're thinking of, right? The yes. The one where Timon yes. and Pumbaa are the main characters? Okay.
1: And it's a retelling of the first movie? Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh yeah. Yes. That Planetarian movie's coming out, which is just a sequel to the TV series, and I'll probably buy that. I'm trash. I wonder who's going to pick that up for. Oh, no, Funimation must. It's, it is a funny thing. Uh, inevitably they're going to release the blu-rays for it is did Gantz O come out this year
1: or is that next Gantz
0: year? was uh theater released this year um blu-ray released next year
1: okay was there a terraformers thing last year like
0: a movie i know
2: there, there was, was a season. TV series this year yeah
0: um there was also the live action movie this year which mm. apparently was really bad what a surprise! Um, yeah, no, but like bad even to people who might like Terraformers. It could
1: have been worse. They could have gotten actual black people to play the monsters.
0: Right. I hear that the Attack on Titan movies are pretty bad too.
1: Yeah, the live action ones. That is what I hear.
0: Um, let's. i now going back to the other. Um, going back to that original idea of what Blu-rays would I pick up? Uh, yeah. A series wise, um. Personally, a pro- I might buy Orange. I don't know. That's that's definitely an uh, an easier one to share. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I liked I liked a lot of the emotions in it. Uh, Mob Psycho just to see if they add anything with the Blu-rays. Honestly, <laughs> like, could they put more effects in?
1: The whole thing is glass painted.
0: <laughs> the whole thing is just carved into stone immaculately. <laughs> Uh, do you think they'd do a 91 days release? They must. Yeah, probably. Uh, oh that cause cause Funny's got that. They've got the they've got the dub going on.
1: Right. If Battery'd ever get a Blu-ray, I'd consider that, but that's in the same Amazon hell pit of yeah. probably no one cares. Uh
0: like I, I like Sweetness and Lightning, but I don't know if as a series I'd be like, oh, I want to buy this because it's so it, it there there is no like through line to it. Like, I yeah. liked it a lot, but it's it's just like, oh, this is like 12 episodes of anything. Like, there's no, there's no conclusive ending to it, which I would have preferred. Hmm. Like, just, uh, like, just some sense of like, oh, you know, something's ending, something's moving forward, but it didn't really have that. It's still good. Um, what else? I don't know how you could clean up Q more, but I don't know. Those might be good Blu-rays to pick up.
1: Yeah. They run into the same thing where you're just going to keep buying Blu-rays every time a new season comes out. And I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah,
0: and hopefully it's—that's really awful to say. Hopefully it ends soon. But it seems <laughs> like the sort. It seems like the sort of thing that is coming to a head. Yeah. Like they can't. You could push it out a lot, but I feel like uh, if the if the author, uh, like. It it gets the end of their this tournament. They should probably like end it, unless they're gonna play something with new students.
1: Boy, that's not the the shonen weekly shonen jump mentality that you're
0: skewing right now. Yeah, but what if that person made a new thing and then it flopped horribly? Yeah, <laughs> like the Nisekoi person. Yeah, damn. And then the per- TCA the person did Love Rush, right?
1: No. No, no, no. Okay, that, that was not the else. same person? No, because their previous thing was also gross. The
0: East person did something else. Didn't I think
1: they're they? working on a one shot crossover with the uh, something else right now. I think with Haiku,
0: maybe? I think they already did that and it's releasing in English now. Oh, okay. Which who knows, that might be interesting. What what yeah. is that? Um <laughs> uh, Marsh comes in like a lion might be fun, uh, once it gets to the end. Depending on how the ending goes. Yeah. Uh that might be one to pick up. Yeah. Uh, Natsume show just for cleaning it up and maybe having the last two episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Uh, would be good.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe Girlish Number. Uh, I want to support that guy.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because oh, you, like you already bought the Snafu one.
0: Yeah, I bought the Snafu ones. And boy, is it weird looking at them and just seeing the, like, right next to each other how different the art styles are.
1: <laughs> Snafu has a different title on the Blu-ray, right?
0: No, um, oh, okay. it has a different one on the light novels in English. Oh, that's what it was. Which used the very Englishy title "My Youth Romantic Comedy Is Wrong," as expected.
1: Yeah, that is strange. Yeah, that is strange. It's just
0: not as good. Ugh. No, they messed up. They beefed it big time.
1: God. Does uh does v- Voltron count when most of the animation is outsourced to Korea?
0: Uh, I mean that's. It's not anime, because the Legend of Korra guys did it, and that studio's American. Um, okay. Oh, we can count it. Uh, do they, is it getting a Blu-ray release? I guess uh, Netflix would have to do something. Uh, like that. Netflix, Netflix does Netflix do money.
1: home release home releases for a lot of their stuff. Like, I know... Um, uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on all of their popular shows. I know House of Cards gets uh, Blu-ray releases... Okay. They definitely were for a lot of their stuff. I don't know if Voltron would be popular enough to warrant a Blu-ray release, but uh, if they put it's it out. It's popular enough to
0: warrant a second season.
1: Well, they, well I mean, that doesn't necessarily have to, have to mean much, because there's also just the thing of having to keep the Netflix machine going, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, like, I'm trying to think of other Netflix stuff. I know at least that they're, like, for their anime acquisitions, they're, like, dubbing it in eight different languages, <laughs> so presumably there's going to be a release for it. You know uh-huh. what I mean?
1: Yeah. I totally get that. Even though I've only seen one episode, but it seems cool so far.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I'm looking at all this Voltron stuff. Uh, the, the comic is available? There's a comic? First oh. of all? Alright. <laughs> oh, gross. There's a Funko Pop.
1: Oh. Well, there... <laughs> if you're grossed out by something having a Funko Pop, you're gonna be grossed out by a lot of things in life, my friend.
0: Yeah, like life.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, but no. Um. Yeah, it doesn't look like they have a. Doesn't look like they have a Blu-ray or anything for it yet. Um, I'm kind of surprised. Uh, it's been like a year. Maybe they're waiting for season two to be over. That could be. Like maybe that was like was a deal. Is like they do a the whole thing first.
1: That is very possible. I don't think they started putting out House of Cards until it was over. I don't think they have Blu-rays out for orange is the new black yet either even though that's like probably in their top five most popular shows right so it might be that they don't put it out until it's over yeah
0: because yeah i mean like maybe that's just i was gonna say maybe that's just like english amazon's thing but no they have weekly release stuff so it's like (laughs) i think they just wait maybe they're maybe they gauge interest at the end of everything i don't know that could or maybe they just wait or maybe they are just waiting for it to be over so they can just be like boom uh six season box set. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Do you think it's messed up that uh, Netflix lists all the Polygon Pictures stuff and all their other anime ac- acquisitions as Netflix original?
0: That That is weird because yeah. those things air on TV.
1: <laughs> yeah, but not over here.
0: Is Little Witch Academia called a Netflix original?
1: I, th- I don't think so, but Ijin definitely is in uh, Kuromo Kuro or whatever it's called. Nice of
0: no, Aujan was definitely a TV anime as well, wasn't it? I think so. It's not like it's exclusively airing on uh, on Netflix.
1: I don't think it is,
2: but maybe. I don't know.
0: So yeah, it does seem weird that they call it a Netflix original. Because that might be exclusively the, um, the American um, side that does that.
1: Yeah, like it's more like a Netflix exclusive, not really a Netflix original, like that's kind of a
0: weird way to yeah, put it. It is a weird way, but I guess they're also I they they definitely cater to a a very different audience, I think, than the kinds of people that are um looking to watch anime. So maybe that's that's their way of like trying to draw people in with like, "Oh, we we funded this thing and that's why it's on Netflix or whatever." Yeah. Like I don't know. Could be. I don't know if that's that's just like a face thing or not. Yeah, because Agen definitely broadcasts on TV. I'm, I'm just looking this up as we go, so. And I, I presumably all the other ones did too, so it does seem weird to be like a Netflix original when it's not just on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, what a what a what a quirk, I guess. <laughs> that everything? Yes. Alright, well, thanks for joining us for this, um, surprisingly long bonus episode where I was like, oh, we're just going to talk about other people's opinions, and it went way deeper than I thought it would. (laughs) But you know, it's okay. It's okay. We had fun. Yeah. So, again, as we said in the last episode, you can join us next time to listen to us talk about Neon Genesis Evangelion. This will be my first time watching, um, despite being the biggest anime boy in the world so you know it, it, it's interesting um a lot of what we're doing with single serving at this point is like playing catch-up in a way <laughs> like
1: well you're playing catch-up i'm playing mustard. i'm
0: playing catch-up because <laughs> i haven't watched a lot of like the seminal series as it were mm-hmm. so i'm i'm playing catch-up now and i think jordan you talked about this before you're like the exact opposite of me
1: yeah I've watched all the really important stuff, and that's it.
0: Yeah, like, you all, like until you did this podcast, you only watched anime when people told you it was good.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Or something. So, you know, it's it's going to be interesting, because eventually we'll run out of things I need to watch, and then I'll just pull you in for, like, all the great 2007 shows. Like, uh... <laughs> we'll get to that when we get there. Mm. But no, um... So that's what we're doing with that. Uh, if you want to send in your own Neon Genesis Evangelion opinions, the... Uh, Email is chorpswaysa at gmail.com. C-H-O-R-P-S-A-W-A-Y-S-A at gmail.com. As always, you can find us on Twitter. We are twitter.com slash coco underscore disaster. You can follow us there. Sometimes we'll tweet out if we need uh, emails from you for our shows. We'll tweet about our, our show stuff or any schedule differences. And, you know, maybe... Maybe sometimes we make a joke about some dumb merchandise we find, like, the, the multiple times we've talked about that, um, suicide chiaotzu backpack <laughs> right. or whatever the fuck that <laughs> Dragon Ball Z really wants to push.
1: And maybe sometimes we'll talk about our own bad merchandise ideas.
0: <laughs> right, we've done that before, too. hmm I think my favorite dumb merchandise thing that I, I broke on there was the, um was the dead Yamcha figure that they made. <laughs> yeah, that was something else Because the I advertising ate. for that was just like, oh, put dead Yamcha on your cat. Put dead Yamcha in <laughs> <you."> <laughs> Oh, this. Oh, good. Uh, God, God bless some of the like stupid Dragon Ball Z merch you can buy. <laughs> um, we're also online at CocoDisaster.com, which has our latest episode always up on the page, as well as um, extra information about us. It shows you all the places you can find us and contact us. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher or Google Music or use the RSS feed from that website to uh, put it into whatever podcast reader you use.
1: You can subscribe to us on YouTube.
0: Yep, uh, we are on YouTube. Uh, if you, uh, I don't know if I have a, a unique URL at this point. But uh, it is for user Chorpsway, C-H-O-R-P-S-A-W-A-Y. We're on there. Uh, There's a link on our website, so that's handy. We've just started a new uh, playlist for our 2017 shows. So if you were following the old one, make sure to check out this one so you keep up to date.
1: And give us a review on iTunes.
0: Yeah, give us a review on iTunes. We love hearing ways that... Or, you know, like, if you have good things to say, put it on iTunes. If you have bad things to say, send us an email and don't tell it on iTunes. Because um, we want to improve, but uh, don't, you know... If it's something we can improve on, we'd like to hear about it before you go tell people that we may have a bad podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, you can follow us all, both individually. I'm ChorpsAway on Twitter.
1: I'm Jordan Kai underscore.
0: On Twitter. Yes. And, uh... We both make very, very good tweets. Yes, that's one thing that they can say about us is that our tweets are good. <laughs> yeah, they always say it.
1: Yeah, don't worry. Every anytime I make a bad tweet, I delete it. So
0: yeah, and every time I make a bad tweet, I uh, <laughs> I, I wallow in my regret.
1: <laughs> and I threaten yeah. you with a gun emoji.
0: <laughs> you did do that once. Yeah, you did threaten me with a gun emoji once.
1: I mean, it worked. You know, can't argue <laughs> yeah, with results. I
0: did. <laughs> I did delete a tweet thanks to it. Oh, You're tough but fair. <laughs> <laughs> and so, this has been Cocoa Disaster.
1: I've been Chorps Away. I've been Jordan.
0: See you guys next time.
2: Sweet dreams.